So for me, success is fluid. Yes, when I started out, I was like, no, I'm going to win an Oscar and I'm going to be super successful. And now it's like success to me is consistency and finding the joy in my work. Even if I'm doing the same character every single day, if I can find another angle, if I can find another facet of that character and play with it and like delve into it. And if I wake up every morning after like a 15 hour shoot day, the next day, go back to the same set with the same people with the same character. And I'm looking forward to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chai with Rai. Hi, I'm your host, Rai, and each week I bring you a guest or a fruitful message from the creative industry, all while sipping and spilling some hot chai, and of course, discussing all things life and culture surrounding the creative industry. Now, if you haven't done so, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you love this podcast and are listening to this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible, or wherever you stream your podcasts from, if you could do me a kind favor and make sure to rate the podcast, comment on it, and share it on your stories social media and spread the word it organically grows the show and connects us with listeners who haven't tuned in before and overall as i always say it just shares the love also if you haven't already you can now become a patron to chai with rye by signing up on patreon for five pounds or as i love saying it in this accent five dollars each month your subscription will help support the show but also get you exclusive things such as a 24-hour link to the unedited and unfiltered video version of the show before it goes live on all podcast streaming platforms shout out in the show of your comments and of yourself exclusive opt-ins to any of the guest projects such as if a writer i've had on the show are doing a workshop or a director who i've had on the show is looking for an assistant director i will be advertising on the patreon channel and lastly you will also get exclusive visuals and soundbounds to the show not published anywhere else but on patreon i will put the link for the patreon channel in the description of the episode so make sure to check that out but as of right now let's warm up our cuppers and let's get into the final part of my chat with actress zohar rahman interested to have this conversation with you because we've had it in person and i think when i've had it with people who've done like netflix roles or things like that or playwrights who have had like prominent books come out and we've talked about this like Spider-Man being the pinnacle of everything, even though you've done so many other things. So I'm interested to know, do you have that conversation with yourself where you're like, there's more to the journey or do you use it for prolonging longevity in the industry and be like, that's my entry point or that's what I'm well known for now, but it won't be like, how is your mindset in that space? It changes because I think so. it's, it's an interesting one. Because when I got it, I was not very PR or, you know, media trained trained or anything. So I didn't have any opportunities off the back of that. People would reach out for an interview. I'd be like, okay, I'll do it. And I didn't use the momentum because I didn't know how to, because I was so new, right? So I think I missed missed out on a lot of opportunities that I could have had if I was smart enough or if I had the backing or the representation to be able to do it. But at the same time, it it has been something that has helped me get into certain rooms. And it's a lot more impressive than I think it is because I was the person who was actually doing it and I'm kind of done with it now and kind of bored of it myself. But I, I can't deny the fact that it is something very impressive to other people. Unless um, like Marvel comes around and it's like, oh, we're giving you your own spinoff. And you're like, I am so not tired of it. I am, <laughs> it was the favorite role I've ever done. I um, love it, you guys. I just said it because I wanted to get your attention. <laughs> No, but like generally, because it wasn't, I mean, it was a good role in what it stood for, but it wasn't, it wasn't that much acting involved, you know, as an actor, 
I don't consider that a role. I was playing a student who was having fun on a trip and who was going through these things, which is great, but there's not much prep and there's not much acting involved in that. Um, and as grateful as I am for the opportunity, as you said, there have been multiple other opportunities that have been really good for me in terms of acting, in terms of like exploring expression, being you know, being a different character, being a different human being entirely, which I've enjoyed much more because it's really flexed my acting muscles and my experience has been so incredible with those. But now that people reach out to me off the back of Spider-Man, I have a small moment of really still, and I need to learn to not feel like that. But I, in a way, I can't help it because it's like, okay, move on from that because I've done so many other things that I've really enjoyed and I've grown into a completely different person now so I have kind of like a love-hate relationship with that role where as much as I love it I'm so grateful for it at the same time I also have this fear that I'm like yeah but I don't always want to be that one girl who was in Spider-Man you know and that fear that I like is that the biggest thing I'm ever going to do like no matter what I do people will always just think of me as the Spider-Man girl like I want to grow from it Mm. it's definitely a great stepping stone but that's what it is a stepping stone in my mind I want the next step Interested to also know that looking at the work that you did and looking on your like IMDb and Spotlight and also knowing the work that you are doing in a couple of the short films that you're coming up that are in post-production, mm-hmm. how your perspective on the industry has changed since you came into it? Like if there's something that's like a standing out message that really lingers over you that you're like, oh, okay, this is it. And how your perception of success has changed. I'm really intrigued by that because oh my gosh so much yeah because go on I was gonna say because for actors accolades are everything and image is such a big part of notoriety for certain things so commodity in a big budget film or a big budget platform such as like Netflix or Paramount or Apple TV those are commodities and you're like I have ticked them but then two months onwards after you've been paid and the projects come out and there's nothing on you're like wait is this success so I'm interested to know what your relationship or what your measure for success is now and yeah what the lingering thing is of your perspective yeah I think I had a very interesting journey where I I started with things that people aspire to so I started with Marvel I started with Apple TV I started with Netflix and I say start because it was in the first two, three years of my career. And I really enjoyed those. And I really loved being able to be part of the shows that I was a part of. And I, as always, I put the work in. But I'm now doing a lot of shorts internationally. And I just, there's just, I love them so much. Because the process of a short is so different to the process of a movie. It's so different being a small cog in a big machine and being a tiny little machine and everything really close together and everyone working so closely together and everyone working to make this small movie a piece of something valuable. And as an actor, particularly, I get to flex so much more of my muscle. I get to, you know, actually bring to life the things that I've learned in all the courses that I've done and all the things that I've watched on TV and being like, wow, how do they do that? I've actually been able to do it now. And shorts offer that space to be able to play with a big budget production. It's very, you know, it's very black and white. This is what the scene says, what the script says. This is what you have to do. ABC done. With a short, there's, you know, you have space to rehearse with the directors. You have space to play around with the scene being like, oh, maybe we could do it this way. 
let me show you another way that I thought of. So true acting for me is there, that space. I think I have learned so much more in two short films that I've done than the three big things that I did in terms of myself and how I respond to certain things and how what my process is. I, I It's almost like I'm going backwards in terms of what people think success is. So for me, success is fluid. Yes, when I started out, I was like, no, I'm going to win an Oscar and I'm going to be super successful. And now it's like, success to me is consistency and finding the joy in my work even if I'm doing the same character every single day if I can find another angle if I can find another facet of that character and play with it and like delve into it and if I wake up every morning after like a 15 hour shoot day the next day go back to the same set with the same people with the same character and I'm looking forward to it that's all I need beautiful success is fluid as is gender and everything in life (laughs) I'm going to say this question out loud and take from it what you can and like respond to it what you can. It again develops on the conversation we've had, you and I, in like our personal life. We're intrigued to know your perspective on the pros and cons of it, which is, let's say, the South Asian space. So pros of it being like more storytellers, more representations, more conversations about authenticity, just like more movement and more actions in regards to that. But then there's also still a push on narratives around like specificity or exoticization or boxing of like, let's say Islamophobia that still happens in Bollywood, that still happens in like non-Bollywood spaces. So like in commercial projects, we still get self tapes asking for that and roles being pictured in regards to that you know, whether that's like gender, identity, race, ableism, or things like that. I'm intrigued to know how you balance this and what your perspective is on this, but also this conversation, which I constantly have on authenticity versus representation of a story. So if a a story is about a Muslim transgender person who wears a hijab does that person need to be specific in that role or they can have one of the other qualities and does the set need to represent that but then also that conversation of which you said I think it was in your Ramadan um, podcast that you were doing with the guy who was doing it via Sports Direct which you were like you want to be able to play roles that are not just of your ability of how you look and things like that you want to be able to do those but also things that should have you like I will say this out proudly in regards to we have projects now that represents Muslims or Pakistani people but won't necessarily have those people playing it so they'll be Indian yeah it's it's a very difficult one because when it comes to as you said you know seeing people on screen who are playing these nuanced characters and potentially these actors don't know the nuance at all um, because they haven't grown up in a Muslim household. They don't understand the significance of, you know, covering your arms or saying salam to your dad when you walk in or like serving tea or whatever. Like they don't understand the importance of those things or the importance of a jainamaz in the house and how you don't step on it, etc. Versus being an actor myself who is like, well, I don't want to be just seen for Muslim roles. I want to be seen for, you know, any role. I can be Indian. I can be Pakistani. I can be ambiguous character, you know? Like my my personal identity does not necessarily have to be the identity of the character that I'm playing because that should be on my acting ability. So it's a constant battle. There are some things that I see and it hurts me. The, the actors playing them have no idea what they're talking about. And it's very obvious when that happens. I've seen multiple projects recently that are, you know, the story is beautiful. The nuance is there. 
but the actor cannot play something that they have no experience of. And yes, the set has to represent that, the writer has to represent that, the director may represent that, but you can only do so much to teach someone to be someone else. It, it, it doesn't come from an authentic place and therefore you cannot bring authenticity to it, as you said, representation versus authenticity. And on the other hand, I will be like, I'll, I'll see a character and I'll be like, well, I could have done that. Why didn't I get the audition role for that? You know, so <laughs> I think it depends. Sometimes it is essential to the story to understand what the character has gone through and what they're going through. And the excuse that production usually has is that, oh, we auditioned and we couldn't find someone who fit the role. So boom, there you go. Which We've I got Mindy Kaling recently did a video about that in America. And they were saying, it's always like, oh, the top three agencies that they have this and those people that have a profile, that's what they mean by that. That is what they mean by that. And it is heartbreaking because I can count on not even one hand how many Muslim Pakistani actresses there are or actors there are. And we have so many shows that for some reason always pick a Pakistani family because we're easy to make fun of. And there's just so much material you can play with. But none of the actors would be Pakistani. None of the actors will be Muslim. And the excuse is always that, oh, we auditioned and we couldn't find anyone. And I was like, I'm right here. I didn't even get an audition call for this. Are you saying that my agent's not good enough? Are you saying that you didn't know I existed? Because I find that hard to believe that you Google Muslim Pakistani British Muslim, British Pakistani, whatever, whatever, whatever actor, and you didn't see me. I find that hard to believe. So it's one of those things where it's a battle in my head. It's like, I I want to be okay with the fact that actors can play whatever they want. But at the same time, I do feel personally, if I see a character and I know the actor does not understand where they're coming from, mm. because to them, it's a costume. To me, it is people I've grown up with in my own life. But for them, it's a costume. And that is, that's hurtful. As a community, it is hurt, it's hurtful. If I can share recently, like I've come to a couple of things. I think specificity really matters. I, I think the industry should be transparent in its business decision making. So it can be like, we looked at your reel. We just, we just believed that you weren't skillful enough or didn't have enough seasoned experience yeah. to be able to for that role, which I'll be like, Bab, good for that. Exactly. Then, Respect me yeah. enough to give me the feedback so that allows me to understand where I lack and I can yeah. grow. I cannot grow if I don't know what yeah. you're expecting. Yeah. I also think blanket statements like, oh, we auditioned everyone. Just be like, we auditioned a lot of people and a lot of people that we found in that community just want up to part in what we required for the short specific time that we had to shoot this project, to make this project, to be at the space that it needed to be to serve the justice, or just be like, we needed a profile name. We needed this, we needed that. Like say, yeah. I think those transparent conversations should be so massively part of the thing. And I also think actors who constantly get that should pass the baton on. Like there's a lot of actors that sometimes, yes, including myself, though I no longer do this, because somebody called me out on it. And I was like, thank you for calling me out on it. I appreciate it. Which is, if you don't speak the language, if it's not within your culture, and if you know other people that can do it, pass the baton on to them. If you do not speak Hindi, Gujarati, Malay, like any of these, Urdu, like any of these languages, and there's like certain words in there that you need to say, and you're not of that culture and cannot pronounce it or cannot do it, don't do it. Like your I agree. Time, your but time I think come. it's... It's easier said than done, isn't it? If you're a struggling actor and there's two words of Gujarati in there, I don't speak Gujarati, 
you're you're more likely to ask someone who speaks Gujarati about how to pronounce it, learn it, and then do it yourself. Yeah. Then tell them, hey, I think this would be good for you. I think I'm very good in the sense that if I if I'm auditioning and there's a role in there, whether it's my role or like another role in the script that I see, I will alert someone that I know who can play that role. So they go for it. So that they go for it, because I think you, everyone is on their own paths. I don't think you yourself lose anything by trying to help someone else. Mm. Everyone has their own cup. Yeah. You know, I don't lose anything if I pour something from my cup into yours. And that's a belief that I grew up in, in, with, <laughs> with. belief that I grew up with, because yeah. there's the, there's this phrase that we always used to say, which was like, is a falta. by giving, literally, no, exactly. Yeah. And I, it's like so ingrained in me yeah. that if I see someone being selfish, I, I cannot understand what the thought process is behind that. Yeah. Because are you not helping someone because you think that's going to take away from you? Because it does not matter what someone else does. You can try your hardest to get what someone else has. But if it's not written, if it's not in your path, you are never going to get it. Mm, true. And it's the same with them. Yeah. They can't get something that was meant for you. It's not meant for them. We just need more opportunities for every single person out there so that we just we don't do. fucking have these conversations. Like we need people that yeah. understand the nuances of like the South Asia diaspora behind the scenes in terms of casting, writing, directing. And then we also need in front. Oh my God, so much. Anyway, fuck that shit. We got to do rapid responses now. What is a role you have done that you're like, I would never like to touch it again. I'm done with it. Done. It doesn't need to be a role. It can be like a trait of a role. Does that make sense? And what is something you haven't done that you would like to explore? I don't think there's anything that I've done that I'm like, oh, never again. Because, I mean, I could say that, oh, I don't want to play the, you know, the eye candy of the villain anymore. But depends on the script, right? I'll Like, it depends. The right. I one. would never say, An opportunity. I, would nev <laughs> I would never say no to something just because I've done it before. Got it. I would say no to something for other reasons. Yeah. But the reason... A reason that oh no I've done it before I don't want to do it again is not true because there's so many different ways to do one thing and if I say no to something because I've done it before it means that I am not well I don't want to say I'm not good enough as an actor but like I'm not putting in enough to make it different you see what I mean it yeah. can never be the same in my mind one character can be played so many ways it can never be the same got it if, even if it's the same person but in a different headspace I haven't been able to play a negative character and I would love to do that I would love to be like a villain. I say that a lot now in my interviews. Um, what is a role that you have done that you really cherish and you feel like if you went back it to today, like as in today, if you were called back, oh, we need you back, we're going to develop it more, you would add more to it and change it and do certain things to it that wasn't originally what you did? I think for every role I've done, I would go back to any role and redo it well. One. 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 Oh, Spider-Man. It's a very special place in my heart. Okay. Is there anything specific you would like to do? If Like I was like, you have input in the story as well a little bit. Like as a writer, you're going to work with me to develop this. Oh my God, there's so much I could do with that role. I would have a whole backstory. Give me, three, how things. She's like... Give me three things quickly. <laughs> so specific. Um, Three things that I would do for that role. I'd create a backstory. I'd give her a superpower so that she's actually someone intrinsic to the role and also 
maybe give her a character arc where she turns into a bad person because we don't see a lot of evil Muslims. Yeah, I don't know if I want that, to be honest with you, because there's a lot of... doesn't have to be a terrorist. You can be a villain. Mm, I don't... I, I mean, like, I have two minds about it, but let's just go with that. Okay. What's a tip on self-taping or auditioning in person that you would like to impart on somebody? Do the homework. Don't just read the lines. But also don't worry about... When you get an audition, your job is that audition. Don't do the audition while thinking about, you know, oh my God, I hope I get this. Like your job right now is to do the audition. Stop focusing on, you know, oh my God, I have to get this because this person's on set or this person's going to be on set or, or, you know, this is the rest of the script. The scene that you have, focus on it, do well, just milk it for every ounce of expression you can get out of it. A tip on how to handle the audition room. I hate myself for saying this and you will hate me for saying this. Be yourself because going back to everyone is on their own paths. If it's meant for you, it will be yours. You don't have to pretend to be someone else to book a room or to like if you are a shy reserved person be a shy reserved person if you are over the top and confident be over the top and confident but don't pretend to be something you're not don't walk in there being like oh i i think this is what they want me to be like so i will be like that yeah that is not the job the job is to know the script to do well to not don't be nervous you tr you can trick yourself into thinking that the nervous energy is just excitement it is the same feeling so if you're getting super nervous just in your head be like i'm just excited i'm just excited to meet these people and you know see the brains behind the script because i had fun reading it and i hope i get it mm. and yeah just wow. be nice be a nice human being oh that's difficult yeah i know it's a tough one for you isn't it? <laughs> what's a tip on working on your character so that is whether you're doing you've got slides for like a self-tape or an audition or you've booked the job and you've now you're now working on the role what's a what's a tip for you that is like a go-to thing uh, the first thing I do is create the environment. I think a lot of actors start with, if it's one scene, they'll start with the objective of what, what does the character want? Um, or they'll start with, you know, what what's their backstory? For me, it's the living, breathing space that I'm, as the character, I'm in right now. What are my surroundings? Are there people around? Because my body language will be different. Is there another person? Cool. What is my relationship to them? Am I comfortable with them? Am I trying to impress them? Am I trying to make them happy? Because that all... Once I have my stage, I know what the feeling is that I have to play the character in. Mm. So that's usually my first step. Nice. What's your favorite part of the job? The play, being able to play and meeting people. I love meeting people. What's a thing you would like to impart on somebody, but you never got told about the industry? So many things. Um, you are enough. I hate you. You are enough. You are. Because I know it's so cliche. And it's so over said, but it's because people don't really understand what that means. Got it. You don't have to you don't have to be the person you think other people expect you to be. Insert TikTok background music and the whole like montage of like um, what's one thing you would like for people to take away with them, either having worked with you or having met you just for a brief second? If I say I want to be your friend, I actually do want to be your friend. Cool. What's your strength as an actor you feel like nobody can touch? Like that is your unique selling point. And what's something you feel like is a challenge that you are constantly working on? I think one of my biggest strengths is being able to come from a place of authenticity because of all my life experiences, um, because of the wide variety of things that I can authentically portray. And then one of the things that I'm working on is almost separating myself from the character. I think I get too deep into it. 
sometimes. And I, I'm never happy enough about my performance because I'm always like, oh, I could have done that better, 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 better. Making peace with, no, that's how I felt in the moment. And I did my best in that moment. And that is it. Nice. Yeah, what are three things about the industry that could do with or without? Three things that the industry could do without. We've, we've auditioned everyone. We couldn't find anyone. So bringing authenticity to the roles that they're actually writing. And then again, just honest and having more communication with actors because I think being an actor is a very isolating job to be in because we only hear about a job when it's an audition we only sometimes get to act if it's an audition for ages we won't be able to do anything until we get an audition and that's the only chance we have to act just being a bit more supportive of each other I think that's something that we lack and third again just honesty like just tell me I'm not good for the role because I will learn from that Your thoughts on the digital space, its structure that it plays in the industry today and the artist's life, a pro and a con. Pro, because I guess you can see what a person is actually like. Take that with a pinch of salt because people are not necessarily how they are on social media. But I think it's an interesting insight into their lives, whether they are social, whether they have loads of friends, whether they, I don't know, whether they have different hobbies or whatever. Um, It's about accessibility. I think you can access a lot of things, social media, without forcing it. And con is definitely the comparison. I think people only put up their wins and it's very easy Mm. to compare yourself as a whole to someone's pure wins. You don't see the losses. So if you compare win for win, fine. But most of the time, you're not doing that. You're used more often than not, you're comparing your loss to a win. The following are just kind of like yes or no questions, unless you want to elaborate, which is, is it imperative to learn the business of the industry? So that means like networking tools, names of casting directors, filmmakers, research on the industry, like continuously reading books, or you feel like, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I wish I knew that earlier. The first three, four years of my career, I had no idea. I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm good at what I do. So I'm just going to get by. And only now am I realizing how important that is because these, they're all cogs in a machine that, you know, everyone has to work together. And it's so important to know the people that you're working with and respect them for what they do again, so that you can be authentic. When you walk into an audition room and you know, the casting director, you can genuinely be like, I know the kind of work that you cast. I've seen the actors that you cast. I understand what you are looking for. And here I am. A tip on how to kind of process the stereotyping and the boxing of the industry, how to deal with that. One of the most difficult things for me to date, uh, literally yesterday, I gave an audition for an immigrant uh, hijabi. I think you can only change the system from within. So if there's more power in saying yes to those roles and making it so that you have a platform to be able to speak out about it, then be that person who keeps saying no to stereotypical roles um, and then you're left with nothing. And that's a controversial view because a lot of people say, well, if you think it's stereotypical and you don't agree with it, don't do it. I think there's power in doing it and trying to bring something more to that role. Maybe you're on that set, you can educate people about that role. Maybe you can educate that writer or that director and be like, actually, this is not how it would be. This is how it would be. I'm really intrigued with financial survivability of being a freelancer and just working as a, as a person and really talking about investment and financial literacy. I, was, I asked this recently, do you feel like there's a trick or a tool that we can do that kind of like puts us in a positive space whether that is financial literacy so like investments 20% of our finances need to go there get a side job that does this like is there anything that you feel like fits into that realm that you might be able to part on 
you feel? I think if you're lucky enough to invest, definitely do it because having a passive income is the most valuable thing that a creative can do. And so if you're able to invest and make money off of something without actively working, it's amazing. I personally would say always have a part-time or full-time full-time is a bit much but part-time job that mm. is flexible enough um just so you keep sane just so when you walk into an audition room you are not constantly thinking god i need this money please give me the job please give me the job you walk into that room not focusing on the practical aspects of why you need that role but actually acting the role and understanding why they've asked you to come in and what you can bring to the role, focusing on the creative aspect of it. I asked these two questions to every single person, which is if you were to remove everything, I feel like the three pillars of what makes somebody convicted in their path are confidence or grit that comes from within or something that you've picked up as you've been growing up, your spirituality. So that is faith, religion, spiritualism, whatever you want to call it. And the third is support. So that is financial support, your family support, your friends, mental support, whatever it is. I feel like if you didn't have those three pillars, you wouldn't be the person that you are today. Not knowing, obviously, a lot that I know about you and very little that I know about you. I feel like you have all those three pillars. Interested to know, if you didn't have all those three pillars, do you feel like you would find your path to the person that you are today, be the person that you are today and do the work that you are doing? I have two answers. One, Of one course school you of bloody don't. Do. Uh, one school of thought is you were always meant to be the person that you are today. So whatever experiences you have have led you here if you didn't have those experiences there would be other experiences but in the end you would be the person that you are as you are right now no matter what path you took because that would have been your path but also be different experiences shape you um, and you very well could have been a very different person today if you didn't meet that one person in that one audition room or if that one casting director didn't give you that two second background role in that Netflix show back in 2002. It's very, yeah. I don't know. It depends. Let's go with that. Peaks and valleys is a question I ask everybody. A peak is a professional or a personal point of your life that is like high. And what was it? What lesson is? Okay. What was it? What lesson you learned from it? A valley is a low point of your personal professional life. What was it? What lesson you learned from it? Peak was definitely um, a short film that I did. Uh, Sorry, no, it was not a short. It was a feature film that I did. Shot in a very short space of time Dan, i thought it was gonna be you but it's not i'm so sorry that's not a professional i said personal or professional he loves me for who i am okay and that made me who i am anyway no so professionally i think it would be that that threw me into a space that i found extremely challenging but i switched my mind and just did it and I think I grew so much from that and I'm so grateful for the opportunity and I can't wait for it to come out personally there's been a lot of peaks personally Dan is definitely one of them he is the main one nice shut up (laughs) shut up uh he is definitely the main one because I I wouldn't be who I am if it weren't for him and then troughs recently I found out the reality of someone who I thought was a friend and it was it was not nice there someone in the industry who just it just did not go down well and it just taught me about red flags and about not being too trusting and knowing my value and my boundaries more so it just taught me to be on my guard a little bit more so i'd say that's a definite trap all right now enough of the deep conversations time to play games the games are called 
super child play with rice this is your rapid response like you know uh, karan johar's like bpp brown this is that okay the first question is if i was if you were a movie what would the original title of that movie be first thing that comes into your head bitch stop <laughs> what would the storyline be give me your imdb storyline in 5 4 3 2 go girl good girl gone bad rihanna's album for sure so speaking of rihanna's album give me a title song that will go on this on this bitch don't film in 5 <laughs> 4 3 original 2 go hi mirella hi mirella hi 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 good give me three actors that would star in it go me <laughs> you said that could be me i'd be damned if i'm not casting myself me viola davis and oh my god who's that actor who i really oh um abdul yaya mateen if you were a drink what would you be first thing that comes into your head i was a drink i would be a very calming tea possibly spiked who knows if you were a food what cuisine and dish you would be first thing that comes i'd be a brownie okay that's like really crunchy on the outside but like kind of salty on the inside so you're like wait what all right that was going to be my salty? question as well what if you were a dessert what would you be so far if you were a fruit what would you be i'm trying to think about things that i like but that's not the question no if you were if you were i think you'll be something that's like a lychee or a guava or something like that exotic it's very particular some people like it you know what i mean i would yeah are you, you saying have... a lot of people don't like me but some do no what i'm trying to say is i feel like you are of my taste which is like i say this to but not necessarily of everyone's taste you want me to take that shovel away from you or are you done <laughs> I, i can hold it for you it's okay no, i'm trying try to say this is like marmalade you either love it or you hate it marmite sorry and i feel I like i was gonna say everyone loves marmalade yeah it's oh i don't okay so we have figured out that the problem here is you. okay anyway so what fruit would you be uh orange okay you just never know with an orange if it's going to be sweet if it's going to be khatta if it's going to be too khatta if it's going to be too sweet you don't know you're going to be a blood orange i know this for sure if oh. you were a color what would you be i hate these questions right please come and subscribe to my podcast and rate <laughs> it please rate it why don't you <laughs> i would be the color of whatever stars five stars <laughs> i don't know all the websites have different star colors what color are you going to be woman jaldi se blue if you were a flower or plant which one and what type i do love a wisteria it's surprisingly strong and if you were but a also clo- pretty if you were a clothing item what would you be a really loose t-shirt okay fabulous let's speed through these there's a couple of rounds so let's do this have you ever i feel like i know the answers to these have you ever hooked up <laughs> with a fellow artist or an admirer no have you That's ever We don't do that. Have you ever flirted? Have you ever flirted to get ahead? Mm, oh yeah. Have you ever done Oh, I I can edit this out cuz I have respect for you. Have you ever joined the Mile High Club or done anything intimate in public? Yeah. Have you ever peed while swimming? <laughs> yeah. in the in the right was it ravi in the riya ravi. <laughs> That's not even funny because it was in Bangla dam. That's why I learned how to swim. Have you forgotten the words and made it up on the spot? Yeah. Have you eaten within a couple of seconds of something dropping in the bin or on the floor? No. All right. What would you rather, cookie or cake? Depends on my mood. Cookie. Rich or fame? Rich. Critical acclaim or win lots of awards? Mm, win lots of awards. Netflix or Prime? Currently Prime. Fairy tales or mythological tales or real life stories? To watch or be in? To be in mythical, to watch realistic. World peace or equality? World peace. Dogs or cats? Dogs. 
गुलाब जामुन और जलेबी गुलाब जामुन चमचम और गाजर हलवा depends usually theater tv channels or streaming platforms streaming i don't really watch tv all right what would you rather be in a new bond film with the following bushra ansari ashwarya rai zendaya and emma watson or be in the new green lantern you starring as green lantern with fawad khan rithik roshan and kevin hart okay i'd be green lantern all the fuck wow sorry bushra ansari pakistan's national treasure what would you rather be on a year long tour starring in a one woman play which wins you an olivier playing noor jahan or be the face of l'oreal which gets you featured in vogue and an invitation at the met oh my god i'd be noor jahan what the hell what would you rather design a line with bulgari and junaid jamshed starring you obviously as the face or be in a new pakistani drama with jackie chan and angelina jolie i wow How did, I just want to know how you came up with this but I would love to work with Jackie Chan and Angela Jolie. It new Pakistan drama coming on air Absolutely. or Jio. Is Jio still around? Who, who's the bahu? Who's who's going to be the sas? Kyunki sas? Pick a bahu thing. Um best or worst costume you ever had? Oh, best costume I ever had was on the set of Foundation. That armor which did not get enough screen time was literally cut to my body. every single centimeter it was amazing incredible worst costume i've ever had mm quite a few to be honest any specific ones just when they ask you to wear any dress you have just mm. when they ask you to dress yourself is like disappointing best or worst projects you've ever worked on so that can even be self tapes the i don't know if this is the worst but it was the most ridiculous um there was a self tape where they wanted you to pretend that you were licking a donkey please tell me what why best there's been a lot of really good auditions that I've been able to send out. But yeah, best project I've worked on Spider-Man for sure. Best or worst advice you have either given or taken? Best or worst. Uh best advice is the system that I've created for myself that I told you about the three points. Worst experience, not experience but like advice would be walk in the room as a character. It doesn't work for me. It might work for some people, it doesn't work for me. I just think it's no, it's not it. All right, most overrated and underrated actor according to you. Overrated anyone who's come off tiktok and is suddenly an actor underrated quite a few there's this one show that i was watching and i was like this girl is insane oh it'll come back to me most overrated or underrated director oh i don't want to <laughs> overrated i would say ooh, tarantino i don't get it underrated I, no i don't want to answer this actually well you kind of just did overrated or underrated writer writer i think mindy kaling is really underrated like it, exactly that's the face i think she's very underrated she she knows her genre she is very smart about how she writes it and she makes it she's been doing it for for years overrated i mean any action movie to be honest like so overrated like and who's writing fast and furious 10 AI. 11 AI. it's ai most overrated and underrated film you've ever watched fast and furious 
overrated. Underrated. I've seen so many underrated films. This this oh, is God. called Can You Improv though. I'm gonna play something that you're in, and you have, to, and I'm gonna stop it, and you have to give me the next lines. Okay. हाथ तो धोले. Train has कितनी बार बोला है. Train के बाद हाथ धो लिया करो. Hmm. Review meeting कैसी थी? Hi, it went well. The intern seemed happy. Why are there subtitles? This helps you. अच्छा, they seemed happy. Give me a couple lines after that. Interns. Not interrupt my performance. अरे बताया तो था सुकी एंड आई वॉलेंटियर टू रन एन इंडक्शन सेशन फॉर इंटर्न्स. वो आज था. I thought that was on Wednesday. So anyway, why were they happy? अरे, I'm talking about the review meeting. ध्यान का द्वारा. Wow, didn't get it. All right, this is your next one. You said improv. <clears throat> no, I said, can you remember? You said improv. Yeah, can you improv? Improv is still part of this. Improv doesn't mean just pick it out for the world. I didn't. It was definite. Okay. Anyway, next. Right, next lines. Okay. Remember this. आप तो तैयारी पकड़े. वो तो आज ही लेके जाएंगे आपको. You ही हँसते हँसते वरीद भाई के साथ रुखसत हो जाना. और आपने मेरी बिल्कुल फिक्र नहीं करनी है आपके जूते आपके हैंडबैग सब मुझे कंपनी रखेंगे और हाँ आपके जो वो अच्छे वाले हैंडबैग है ना उनका तो मैं ख्याल ख्याल रखूंगी अगले माह की पांच तारीख तय हुई है लेकिन मेरी बहन आपने मेरी बिल्कुल फिक्र नहीं करनी मैं आपके बगैर जी लूंगी आपकी ज्वेलरी आपके जूते आपके कपड़े आपकी कमी महसूस Well done, well done, pal. All right. Thanks. Oh my God, you pulled up my show reel. इतना कोई बढ़िया या आलीशान नहीं था, मगर मेरे लिए जन्नत था. हर साल गर्मियों की छुट्टियों में हम वहाँ जाते थे, और एक दफा पहुँचे तो देखा टापू पे बस चूहे 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 मचवारों के नाव से आते थे, और पेड़ों पे चढ़के नारियल चकते रहते थे. अबे टापू Damn, I I I know the story, but I forgot the words. उन्होंने एक ड्रम लिया और उसे मेरे में गाड़ दिया और उसके अंदर. Let's see. Let's leave it there. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I know what happens, but ड्रम होता है ना ड्रम बड़ा ड्रम ज़मीन में गाड़ा ऊपर से ढक्कन लटकाया. Yeah. Nice. That's well, a very sinister story, but it's good. I need to update this. I don't sound like that no more. I like it. All right, this is where you get to improv. You have thirty seconds. I'm going to give you three words. What am I improving? Oh, a thirty-second monologue, or you can pitch me a film in any of the genres, and you must include the following words: Bidgley, Hummingbird, and Jiggles. Which one would you like to? Can I pitch you a film? You can. All right, in four, three, two, thirty seconds. Go. We start off in a thunderstorm. Bidgley gets away, but tezi se. And in the Bidgley, we see the silhouette of a hummingbird, but it's strange because it's not smoothly floating around. It's jiggling. Jiggle you gariye. We found out that the poor, poor hummingbird is injured, and that's why it jiggles. Find out more by reading the rest of the script. Um, thank <laughs> the you. The heartbreaking story of Jiggles the hummingbird. Thank you so much for that pitch, Zoha. Zoha. Zoa, Zoa, I really appreciated it. Um, Am I saying I, that right, Zoa? Zoa, Zoa, is that right? Am I saying it right? Yeah, all right. Yeah, um, exactly I must say, say I don't know who your audience is, Zoa. Um, who are you picking? Neither do I. Is what I want to know because Paramount is a really particular company. We really like it's, to. It's 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 a very specific Disney animated film. It's a feel good. Film about this hummingbird who finds itself despite being different from all the other hummingbirds. 
Well, thank you for that, Zoa. I think we'll have Neil. Neil, can you get her email and we'll drop you a line? Possibly a second treatment. Possibly. Thank you for coming in, Zoa. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, ma'am. The hummingbird's name is Bijli. Oh, sold. Sold. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. That brings us to the end of the games. And I'm going to end with two questions. The two questions are, everybody loves a rant. I love a rant. You love a rant. You get 30 seconds to rant about anything and everything you want. However, you have to either start or end your rant with, what the chai? <laughs> Do you feel like you have something you want to rant about? Yes. This is Zoa Rahman, what the chai? Why is everyone remixing Dal? Dal is the simplest, most beautiful thing ever. Why are people remixing it? Why are you adding coconut milk? Why are you adding chopped tomatoes? No, they do not belong in Dal. Dal is simply water, pulses, lal mirch, namak, and one hari mirch and a little bit of tarka. Oh my God. Why you do? What the chai? Why? I must say you very much run out of your chais to the point and I'm here for it. Your last your last question is, I'm obsessed with joyfulness this year. And I would like to know what is one thing you do for yourself that makes you feel joyful? And what is one thing you do for others that makes them feel joyful? For others, I give them my time. And I just try to be there for people. And that is, I think there's more value in people showing up for each other than we would like to believe. If I had the choice of sending someone a present, but being there for them, I'd probably definitely be there for them um it's the smallest moments that count as you have seen i have done that for you as well something that i do for myself switch everything off absolutely switch it off well everyone that brings us to an end and i hope you enjoyed that i want to say a massive thank you to the guest for their time all of the information about the guest myself and the show will be listed in the bio make sure to follow share comment and subscribe show us all some love because isn't that what we want at the end of the day some love your support really helps the show and the message of it grow and the people that are on here thank you again and as i always say breathe in breathe out I must go, which means now I must go. I own that that is copyrighted and I will sue. (laughs) Joking. Have a great one and stay curious. Till next time.